0: I I think the poet or the filmmaker or the musician, the poet must not avert his eyes. You must not avert your eyes. This is what is coming at us. that tries not to be one banger short of a Barbie. I'm Paul Salt. I'm Paul Goodman. And today we are continuing Request Month with Kangaroo Jack, the family film about a lovable kangaroo who's in a whole heap of trouble. I can sing, I can dance, and I
1: can jump out of the way of explosions. Ah, oh, yep, no, that's going to leave a mark. And I can do impersonations. Come on, people, throw me a freaking bone. I have a son. I shall call him Mini-Roo. Kangaroo Jack was recommended by Varmint's podcast, with the exclamation mark. You have to uh, pronounce that. Yeah. Varmint's. Varmint. <laughs> Varmint's. Varmint's. Varmint's is a podcast by animal enthusiasts for just about anyone who knows what an animal is and wants to know more. Do you know what is animals? Check out Varmint's, with the exclamation mark. Now, in honour of uh, their recommendation, I decided to do my own research about the kangaroo. Kangaroo. Um, oh. As it's known in Australia. <laughs> so I hope they won't mind my stepping in this into their sizable animal shoes for just a second. <laughs> so, uh, fact number one. Now, we all know that kangaroos are good rappers. What's lesser known is that very few of them speak a human tongue. So actually, they never get a chance to demonstrate their affinity for performance poetry and sick rhymes. Um, yeah, excellent. Um, given the choice, all kangaroos will choose strawberry bootlaces, gummy bears, and even chocolate covered raisins over their natural diet of twigs and stones. They have such a sweet tooth because they think they're people.
0: Okay. Well, thank you very much for those um kangaroo related. Their facts. favorite movie Jungle to Jungle. Oh, okay. with The uh, Jungle to
1: Jungle with the two in the middle.
0: With Tim Allen and um, the yeah. little kid. Yeah. yeah.
1: That's. That's
0: fantastic. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Kangaroo Jack.
1: Some as tall as Anthony Hopkins. So,
0: reception for the film was, ins- um, notedly, uh, negative, I would say. It has 8% on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, Peter Bradshaw from The Guardian. We've never featured Peter Bradshaw before. He's, um, yeah, I guess he just doesn't write funny enough reviews.
1: Sorry, Peter Bradshaw. Mm. They started the slave trade. Peter Bradshaw? I think kangaroos. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. That's what it says here anyway. St- can- can- kangaroos started the slave trade.
0: Yeah. Huh. Slave trade. Slave trade, that's um I
1: mean that's terrible.
0: That's that's a real shame.
1: Yeah. Um Kangaroos rate all DC movies one star on IMDB as soon as they're announced. Oh well that's bullshit.
0: Anyway, that's a that's a that's a really um shitty opinion that the kangaroos have. Um yeah. someone who doesn't have shitty opinions is Peter Bradshaw, and he said Um a competent and workmanlike action adventure romp for kids briefly enlivened by a funny cameo from well let's not get ahead of ourselves, shall we? Um, tease. I know.
1: Meanwhile, I'm like a kangaroo in that sense. Not many people know that kangaroos are actually terrible teasers. Oh, mm. They are the sauciest bunch. <laughs> What's the collective noun for a saucy bunch of kangaroos? A sh- shag. A shag. A shag of shag kangaroos. Of kangaroos. <laughs> oh, God, look at, look at that shag of kangaroos. They, they, they say in Australia. In, that in was an Austria. Australian accent. In, Austria?
0: Stacy Lane Wilson, uh, writing for com, a position she was fired from, I believe, <laughs> um, said, how I wish I didn't know Jack.
1: Um,
0: uh, you see, uh, that's how you get featured on our podcast, Peter Bradshaw, right like that. Um Public reaction was a little, well, no, it was pretty much the same. Mm. Um, it did quite well in its opening weekend, got to number one in the box office. Um, yes, it did. And the public spoke their mind on such things. Uh, Proletariat One at IMDb said nobody should watch this movie. It's a terrible close-minded film uh, full of prejudices about Australia, and the whole story is dumb. Two. <laughs> also. Paul, you bloody galah. Good day. Good day. What are some good things about the family adventure film Kangaroo Jack? There are some cute animals. I wrote that down too. There are some yeah. actually adorable
1: shots of animals in this mm. film. Some real animals, yep. Um, which was which was nice because um, it made up for the shitty CGI kangaroo that was yes. running around for half of it. What happens in this film? Well, what
0: indeed? Well, it, it starts off by assuring us that this is a story about a kangaroo. It was a bit weird that hmm. it was felt felt the need to tell us that that this is a story about lovable Kangaroo Jack. Um, well, he was on the front cover. He was on the front cover. He was on the, was on the poster. We know what we've come here. He's on to the see. name of the film. He's on the name. Yeah we know what we're here to see, you know, what, what gives anyway? He says, this is a film about kangaroo Jack. Nevertheless, my story started about 20 years ago. Mm. Uh, when I were a boy Mm. and my mum I twer a boy. Well, I twer a boy. It's actually
1: a sort of, um, Alan Bennett style, (laughs) uh, reminiscence. Mm -hmm. You might think this is a film about a kangaroo, but, (laughs) uh, I'm here to tell you about my story.
0: When I were a lad, yeah. my mum got awfully close to Christopher Walken. Christopher fucking Walken. Christopher fucking Walken, ladies and gentlemen. That's the cameo. Oh, well done. He shows up in this. We saw him in the credits.
1: Hmm.
0: And we were very excited. And we wondered how long we were going to have to wait for our Christopher Walken. Um, and I hoped that he would be in a role very similar to his role in Mouse Hunt. Mm. In which he shows up as the exterminator. The man who has an affinity with mice. Mm-hmm. To catch a mouse. Get inside the mine mouse. It's
1: wonderful. It's Very similar to his role reprised in Nine Lives. God, yes Shh. it is. Oh my
0: God. Cat no! whisperer.
1: <laughs>
0: Paradox. Oh God. He's um, just, a, he, yeah, that was the role I hoped he would show up in as, hopefully doing an Australian accent. Yeah. Um, Playing the kangaroo whisperer. Uh, The kangaroo whisperer. But um, unfortunately, he shows up right at the beginning as the father, the stepdad. The gang dad. The gang dad. Yeah. For uh, the backroom gang dad. Yes. And he's very distressed that his mum's um, getting close with a gangster. Yes. Um, and unfortunately, it means he gets embroiled in a life of crime. But bef- also contributing to that is a very special friend he makes.
1: Lewis, who comes into his life, rescues him from drowning. Mm-hmm. Which he brought upon himself. <laughs> yeah. Some, uh, like, a, a bully... Yeah. Has a has a has a fucking pigskin and um he's like, Hey uh lame kid. He's like, Hey Charlie, go along and he he throws it like an absolute sasspot. Yeah. And um the ball lands in uh choppy waters and he just dives right in. Because he wants the approval
0: of this guy, of this bully.
1: Of of the 'er nerd who of Of the 'er gutter snipe.
0: Of the gutter snipe, Mm yeah,
1: of the the (laughs) Jack of No Trades. Yeah. (laughs) Old Johnny Five fingers. (laughs) (laughs) Old Terry Sandwich. Oh, he loved a sandwich he the old, did he loved it nasty Terry <laughs> so he's doing this he and his it. life is saved by Lewis yes um, played by Anthony Anderson yes at this stage it's not Anthony Anderson by the way it's not like a grown
0: a very large grown man jumps <laughs> I'll save you and jumps in after this <laughs> kid a boy version of Anthony Anderson jumps yeah. in. Cut forward 20 years, and that boy has grown into Anthony Anderson. Mantony Anderson. Anthony Anderson, who <laughs> will be familiar to, um, action cinema fans from movies such as Romeo Must Die, Exit Wounds, uh, and The Departed, interestingly enough. He is still friends with Charlie, and he's getting him into all sorts of scrapes. Yeah. But not in a sort of, um, Ricky Sandwich kind of way. Instead, no. he is, um, just kind of lovably bumbling into. Scrumping
1: in, uh, yeah. old Mr. Sanderson's. Um, back garden. Yeah, and... he's been after Farmer Maggot's crops again. Yeah. yeah, as a result, he just often
0: gets Charlie into scrapes. Yeah, and Charlie lacks um the sort of will or yeah.
1: um, intelligence to stay away from him. Yeah, um scrapes like. Uh, transporting stolen TVs in a stolen car?
0: Yes, which leads into our first action sequence. And yes. at this stage, we should say that this movie is produced by Jerry Brockheimer. Yeah. Which may not have
1: come across in the story that we've yeah. told before. Jerry, Transformers, Michael Bay, Brockheimer. It, it's it's paced and shot like Man on Fire. Yes. Without, uh, <laughs> the gravitas. Yes. Jerry, my logo is a tree being
0: hit by lightning. <laughs> Brockheimer. After this incredibly expensive and exhilarating tra- uh, chase scene, they arrive at a location owned
1: by Christopher Walken and bring the cops with them because... Oh, yeah, unbeknownst to Charlie, who doesn't think about these things, he just does whatever his friend says because yeah. his friend is the idiot. Yes, not him. No. He's um, not one. Christopher Walken gets upset yeah because
0: one of his um, like safe points or whatever has been blown by mm. Charlie and so gives him a mission to sort of redeem himself. Mm. Uh, a mission that he thinks he won't be able to get into too much trouble with. He gives him 50 grand and tells him to go off to Australia and give it to a guy. That's all we're told. Yeah. It could be about anything. Who knows? Hmm. Um, and so the next thing that happens in this family film is that he and his friend take the $50,000 of mob money, um, hmm. they sneak it onto the plane, they fly out to Australia. Um, some mishaps occur on the plane. Mm-hmm. Uh, a little bit of uh, gay panic happens. Yeah in which um two of the the airline steward and a pretty girl on plane as she's credited think they might be doing some scatological gay stuff mm. in the uh toilet which is very funny which is very funny and very much what my kids are into mm. it's what I like to go
1: for on a family film on a family friday night family fridays as i like to call nothing, them in my nothing better house. nothing better for me and my kids
0: you look at my kids, mate! <laughs> it's all
1: right, kids. They're not gay. Yeah.
0: It's just a misunderstanding. <laughs> so after that, yep. they land. They, they sneak land. the money out of the airport after what is implied to be after a that airport. search. Um, they arrive in Australia. And at this point, at the 16-minute mark, two of which have been in Australia, we finally get Men at Work's uh, land down under. Mm-hmm. Um, thank God, I was waiting for it. Um, very much like whenever anyone comes to London. It's only a matter of time before the Clash are wheeled out to play that mm-hmm. song of theirs. Yeah, that plays whilst they drive through the scenic desert mm. of um, Australia. You mm-hmm. know the desert, the bit that Australia has. Yeah. Doesn't have anything else. Just has a desert. No. And maybe the Opera House if we like need it for a... Establishing shot. S- surrounded by desert. At this stage, they um, hit a de- hit, they hit a deer. Mm. Oh fuck! But that doesn't cause any hijinks. So they keep no. driving. <laughs> then they hit a
1: kangaroo. <laughs> oh no, which is worse? Which is worse because it's cute. It's the Aust- it's the holy animal of Australia. It is. It's they <laughs> oh, <yeah>. worship them <laughs> like the in, like the Hindus
0: do cows. Um They hit a kangaroo. Yeah. Uh, they then sort of um in the next thing in this family film is that they sort of play with a corpse. Yes, they have a bit of a corpse play like yeah. um, Tom Greenstar. <laughs> Yes they do. As I did when, I were, a lass.
1: Just, they <laughs> when just... I were a lass When I were a lass. When
0: I were a lass. When I were a lovely lovely lass. When I a lovely lass with me flowing locks. Yeah. I used to play with Roadkill. <laughs> um like they do in this movie. Yeah. They covort with it a bit and then they decide it looks like their friend, um, Jackie Legs. Jackie Legs. Jackie Legs. Jackie legs. That's a fucking good mobster name, yeah. I've got to give that to them. Jackie Legs.
1: Hey. Hey, it's Jackie Legs. Jackie Legs get, fucking get guy. a load of Jackie Legs over here. <laughs> look at him with his his legs <laughs> so 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 they put they, they dress him up in a they dress him up in um uh Lewis's red uh Brooklyn jump uh, hoodie his lucky red yeah hoodie. and pose for a picture with Yeah. Um, they put this, some shades on him with this corpse with this a corpse
0: yes but oh but. it's not dead <laughs> And it goes running off with his shirt after kicking uh, Jack O'Connell to the floor. Yes, Tom Cruise style drop kicking. <laughs> yes, I wrote Tom Cruise style as well. <laughs> Good. It, Tom Cruise style plants both of its feet into his chest mm-hmm. and it bounces off into the distance, Tom Cruise style. And, um, still wearing the shirt. And it's all laughs, it's all fun and games and laughter until mm. they realize the 50 grand still in the oh, pocket.
1: Oh, no. Now. No! <laughs> oh, what?
0: <laughs> Why? Fuck!
1: <laughs> so they decide that they have to run off after, they have to chase the kangaroo. Well,
0: yeah, they have to catch the catch the kangaroo and get their money yeah. back.
1: They have to catch the roo. Catch a roo, as they say. Catch a roo. Yeah, that's what it should have been. should have been called, yeah. <laughs> catch a roo. So, catcheroo, kids <laughs> from Jerry Brockham, comma, kids it's 18, R rated. <laughs> Still um, a comedy. Um, um my boss, <laughs> stop fisting me, Auntie Anderson. <laughs> so, so they decide they have to, they have to chase the kangaroo jack. Yeah, kangaroo jacky legs to get the money bag so that Christopher Walken doesn't cut their faces off and <laughs> wear them at once. Mother. Yeah.
0: There's actually a line in the film which they say, Christopher Walken won't kill you because, you know, he's dating your mum. And he says, if they find out we lost our $50,000, he's going to kill me in front of my mum. Yeah,
1: and make a clean up afterwards. That was it. Yeah. Holy fuck. Yeah. So, yeah,
0: they try, they have an initial attempt to catch the kangaroo in their mm-hmm. car, uh,
1: which doesn't work out. Nope. Go to a local bar. Uh, which yeah. is not hard to find in Australia. It's the nearest building. Mm. The, the camera Tony scots its way over to this town. Yeah, and then the first thing it focuses on in this like ghost town, Wild West sort of place. That's right. Is a yes. Big bar. A yeah. Big bar. Like with, a saloon. With, with big old Fosters signs <laughs> um, on the front, like hanging from the hanging from the walls. Yeah. Um, I have it on authority from my Australian girlfriend that nobody in Australia drinks Fosters. Good to know. Good to know that this was a film not made for Australians. No, absolutely not. Um, it's very subtly. It was made not in spite Australians. of Australians. Yeah, yeah. It does, <laughs> yeah, it does seem like that, doesn't it? Um, because
0: um, the first, uh, and we're now um, twenty six minutes into the film, and we get to meet our first Australian character. Yes, who is a barmaid who
1: directs our heroes to the bog trough. Yes, the old bog trough. The that, old bog trough. Yeah. The turd shoot. I, th- I think, um, it's, it starts off with, uh, he's dunny, asking where the yeah. phone is. He's got to call Christopher Walken because yeah. he's going to say, Oh, we lost your money, the kangaroo, etc." Yeah. Um, and he asks where the, asks where the phone is. And the barmaid says, Uh, oh, it's just around near the dunny. And he, he's like, the the, 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 what? And she's like, the, the dunny, you know. Yeah. And, um, he, he sort of look looks at her like, Oh, it's so quaint. Yeah. And, and she goes, you know, the, the bog trough, the long drop. <laughs> um, <laughs> say toilet. It's to- toilet.
0: That's not Australian, Paul. <laughs> the audience must not forget they are in Australia.
1: It's, uh. And Australians are crude and vulgar and dirty. Yeah. That is what Jerry Brockheimer must not let you forget. No. Australians have 250 words for toilet. The toilet is not one of them. All of them hyphenated. Yeah. Bulk Trough, Long draft. Um, every, every Australian, basically, in the, in this film is like a riddle-talking, cryptic, sort of <laughs> Sphinx character, who just is so intent on keeping the precious heritage of Australia close to their chest. Keeping the toilet secret yeah. by creating a beguiling language to yes. exist around them. They absolutely refuse to be of any help to the Americans who are the real heroes here. Yes, absolutely. Um, um, they are also all drunks. Yeah. That's it. That's the Australian characters. So going out, going outside, Anthony Anderson Lewis, um, meets, uh, thank God, uh, another American. Yes. Who works, uh, for a the. A bit of civilization. Yeah. At last. She's like a wildlife conservationist. Um, because yes. obviously, as we know, all Australians, uh, want to do with animals is put them between, between two big slices of bread <laughs> and leave them out in the sun for, for their bodies to fry. And. Yeah. This uh, this American woman comes along. It just so happens she's a a, a wildlife expert. Yes. um, Who suggests getting a uh, tranquilizer gun and firing it from a plane and hiring a pilot to yes yes, to to fly this plane. Turns out, would you believe it, the the pilot is one of the drunks in the bar who challenged uh, Charlie to a drinking contest. Um, Classic Charlie. This leads to one of my favourite moments in the film, where he pass he passes out <laughs> and he lands in a very uh, excellent slapstick <laughs> pose. He's got one arm out like he's sort of yeah. doing the front crawl. It's uh, kind of a face family down. guy style. Yeah, glob, yeah. about The curved leg. Yes, just a, a slower fall. He wakes up because it's uh, it's a did he say Tuesday morning ritual? I think no, it's just his early morning ritual. Oh, it's just this. an early morning ritual. Boys, <laughs> I get drunk then I fly yeah. on a plane. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm not, I'm not leaning into it enough. It's just an early morning ritual, boys. <laughs> the, 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 what, do you, what kind
0: like, of movie do you think you're watching? One that was directed by an Australian <laughs> Australian people for mm-hmm. Australian consum- consumption. Nope, that's not this movie. No, nope. this is Kangaroo Jack, fella. You kangaroo Jack,
1: Kangaroo Jack. We all, we're all <laughs> <laughs> we all talk like fucking aliens in this, in this Australia. <laughs> um, so. They take the woman's advice, the, the godly American woman's advice. Oh, she's so And that. they they fly after the beautiful American woman's advice. <laughs> Gosh!
0: God almighty, she's so much better than any Australian yeah. ever will be or ever could be. It's a good
1: thing that we didn't see any other Australian women in the film, or we might have been Ugh, confused. And sickened by, yeah. their, <laughs> by their unsightly <laughs> names for toilets. Yeah. <laughs> unsightly names. It's all they know. It's like poetry to them. <laughs> and... And, and so they, they fly after this kangaroo, but because the kangaroo is smarter than any Australian in the film, uh, it evades what? the drunken pilot. Yeah. Um, but to be fair to Jerry, well, he didn't direct it, but to be fair yeah. to the film, uh, they then show Anthony Anderson being a lovable oaf. Uh, he, he goes to shoot Kangaroo Jack. Yeah. He shoots the pilot in the back of the neck. Plane crashes. Yes. They survive.
0: Yeah. The, the, the kangaroo sort of overlooks mm.
1: and then hops off into the distance. And they pew, go off into do 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 except it's not that what paul was performing there if uh <laughs> any any of you are not not particularly uh urban in in your <laughs> yeah, i want to really really <laughs> emphasize it
0: coming with this close to doing air quotes <laughs> when he said
1: urban um, that's wonderful I was, I was more framing i was framing, framing. The, the word urban with with, with part of open palms um, Paul's performing the next episode the melody to the next episode by Dr. Dra and Dr. Dr. Snoop Dogg yes and
0: those noted rappers,
1: yes the rappers that the kangaroos <laughs> all, all aspire to be um, except that the film uh, the, the kangaroo jack refrain which comes back maybe 58 times yes the, and it's just um, just um, it's different just, enough just different enough for the copyright lawyers yes um, it w- was actually the um, originally historically the Kangaroo's uh, official theme song, but when Dr. Dre got in touch with Australia <laughs> to ask for some money finally, um, the Australians cold most of the kangaroos and came up with this knockoff, and it's they the were like, humane it's alternative. Just the, they were like, Oh no, it's just a toilet song, isn't it? You know. It's what we do to drop a brown one. It's what we do to put a shove galard galar down its cave. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, I can't point out enough how obnoxious it is that this piece of music plays every time the kangaroo, like, appears. And yeah. and, and the intention is to make it like, oh, this kangaroo is like a gangster. Um, they are then stranded in the middle of the desert and must walk to the refuge, which is nearby, where they happen to know that the um, sexy American is going to be waiting for them. They walk over there. They have a dream sequence that we shall talk about later. Yes. Um, they get to there, they hook up with the um, the woman they initially believe her to be a mirage, mm-hmm. at which point Jack O'Connell cups her breasts, yes, thinking it's a mirage, and it's going to be harmless, mm-hmm. and he exclaims they feel so real mm-hmm. um, She then punches him in the face and he blacks out. Yes, the next thing that happens in the family film is that they wake up uh, and decide on going to the nearby eucalyptus. Um, area where they're gonna be able to, um, find Kangaroo Jack. Mm-hmm. They head out there. Only at this stage, the Australian people that they were due to meet catch up with them, wondering where the money is, mm-hmm. and Christopher Walken's no good either son or just high up loyal person. Mm-hmm shows up having grown up It's the same one who threw the pigskin yeah. into the ocean, and he's gro- he's only gone and blown grown up into Michael Shannon.
1: Michael fucking
0: Shannon, everyone! Michael Shannon! Oh. And what is the best casting? If they are father and son, that's superb casting. Mm-hmm. They who else could alike. grow up to be Christopher Walken? Except Michael fucking Shannon. God, yeah. It's perfect. He's wonderful because he's not going to fucking tolerate any of this. Yeah. He's... <laughs> I-, I feel like he... Had lines written for him. And instead of saying them, he just went, mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow, Frankie. I never thought I'd be happy to see you. Hmm.
1: Oh, uh, Frankie, this is Jesse.
0: Jesse, this is Frankie.
1: Yeah. He, he and Christopher Walken are just fantastic in this. They really are. They, I think they, they ad libbed most of their lines because some of the things <laughs> they say are either poetic or just the harshest. Yeah. Like the most. Be- beautiful violent truths that like, any man could uh, <laughs> could produce from his soul yeah there is uh one 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 line of uh, <clears throat> Michael Shannon's later and he says I he says I hate this country like a sickness Go god it's, it's it's amazing um so with Michael Shannon and um the
0: Australian gangsters all hooked up it looks like it's gonna be a big old shootout mm-hmm but who's gonna come along and save the day no oh, don't no, I will. Oh,
1: please I'm don't. Gonna. No, it's it's coming. Oh, it's, yep. Oh, Kangaroo Jack.
0: Oh,
1: I burped halfway through saying because <laughs> he'd um he'd eaten uh he'd eaten a gobstopper, hadn't he? Yeah, a red gobstopper. Yeah, like the the atomic face fucker. And it's cool, <laughs> That's I think. called. I think, in I this think Anthony film. Anderson, Yeah, was, He kept talking. He kept saying it over and over again, and I was like, yeah. "That's weird for a family film." where he kept saying "face fucker," would over you like
0: and a there. look at the face fucker?
1: Yeah. No, I'm okay, thanks. I've had enough face fucker today. <laughs> you know, like a family film. Like a family film. Um, like in, um, The Railway Children. Yeah. See, <laughs> so in his jacket, um, he has 50 grand and then he has a pocket full of sweets. Yeah. And. Kangaroo Jack. One of them is a spicy gobstopper that yeah. he eats and his, his old CGI face, his stupid CGI oh, face God. just flaps around it. In a close-up um, that lasts for about 20
0: seconds of a kangaroo. Yeah. Eating a flaming hot gobstopper and sort of... And that sort of
1: drives me a bit crazy. Yes. And he goes off um, inexorably, it seems, towards towards the gangsters. <laughs> inexorably. Yeah. These elements had spent their whole <laughs> lives moving together.
0: Yeah. And just destined to come together in this space. It felt like it. It was poetic. <laughs> it was. Um, it was beautiful. Like um, the,
1: like the sick rhymes that kangaroos only wish they could kangaroo. articulate. Alas for their uh, marsupial tongues. Oh, fuck. I know. Bowls. So, um... <laughs> Uh, there's there's a there's a there's a showdown um, sure is. Yeah, they overpower or overcome or even outwit um, the bad guys, and then in the end, um, Charlie chases Michael Shannon with a big fucking bit of rope, throws it around his ankles. Yeah, um, and that's it. He- that's it. Or the
0: police inexplicably
1: arrive. Oh yeah, then the police having arose.
0: secretly infiltrated um, Michael Shannon's operation yeah. earlier in the film. Yes. Um, we then have uh, our couple, uh, the beautiful um, American, mm. and. Um, the girl that he's romanced yeah um they get a yacht they get a yacht together uh because they invested the 500 the uh thousand uh which it turns out had been to pay for a hitman to kill them both yes so yeah that's what happens yeah um and then well that's not quite what happens because then the end credits is interrupted by the kangaroo coming back into the scene talking to the audience making some pop culture references it's like a blooper reel yeah it's a blooper reel well, kind of, except he's he's auditioning for... Dr. Evil impression. That's right. Oh, yeah. I love that pop culture reference. It's oh. like
1: Shrek. That was excellent. That was how you know it's a film. Yep. Yeah.
0: So, that's the film. What's amazing about this film is its production. Mm. The film was originally cooked up as a kind of... if Everybody called it um, Midnight Run... Uh, down under but it's not it's pulp fiction it's a pulp fiction alike crime drama mm-hmm. which was cooked up by scott rosenberg who you may know as the screenwriter for con, uh, con air the excellent nicholas cage film oh. and uh steve bing the co-producer on missing in action the okay. um film by noted homophobe chuck norris <laughs> And they wrote, they got together and they talked about an urban legend, about two Australians who are driving in the desert and they hit a kangaroo. They put their jacket on it and take a picture with it, They're like frat kids. Um, the kangaroo hops, is alive, it hops off, turns out it had the keys to its car, uh, to their car, hmm. to its car, it had the keys to its <laughs> car on it, it got into a car. It was a, <laughs> it was a sensible
1: roof.
0: It was a sensible Rue who had planned for this. Yeah. Um, and then it ran those fucking guys down. It's an urban legend. So they wrote a film called Down and Under. Pretty clever title and they filmed it they filmed that film they took it to Jerry Brockheimer and Jerry Brockheimer said in a fascinating insight into the mind of Jerry Brockheimer I loved the idea it was interesting clever and I hadn't seen a film of a kangaroo in years
1: (laughs) this is going to be big boys
0: There hasn't been a kangaroo movie. There hasn't been a kangaroo picture in these parts for over 20 years now. It's a
1: kangaroo picture. God, I love it. It's crazy, you crazy kids. Boys,
0: I'm getting into the kangaroo picture game. (laughs) See? (laughs) He's smoking a big cigar. That's Jerry Brockhammer. Put more tits in the film. Put more tits in the picture, you got yourself a kangaroo film. Um... It was made. The whole thing was yeah. made with Jerry O'Connell. Lots of wiener jokes. Mm-hmm. Lots of fart jokes. Basically Pineapple Express, but like... It's like Freddy Got Fingered. It is like Freddy Got Fingered. Yeah. Yeah, they they just made this kind of violent film. Um, sounds good. With dark themes. It sounds interesting. And yeah. it's just about... And they had an animatronic kangaroo, and that was it. And so they they took it to various studios to try and get it um, actually distributed Mm. and people hated it. They said it was too dark, it was dumb, but there's one piece of feedback that kept coming back which was that people liked the kangaroo. Now there was a film called Snow Dogs around the same time which got away with marketing itself as a talking dog movie even though there's only one scene where the dogs actually talk. And so they thought, well, if it's good enough for that piece of shit, (laughs) we will take our Pulp Fiction-style crime story comedy with full of like dick jokes and such Uh we will put in a scene in which the kangaroo talks and does a rap which turns out to be a dream sequence so it does make sense within yes the logic of the film we'll cut out the wiener jokes Mm -hmm. they spent 10 million dollars on reshoots replaced the kangaroo cut the offensive jokes and aggressively marketed it on nicktoons Uh, what? what and it had a really good opening weekend and then it fell off the face of the earth because a whole bunch of parents said, hey, this is not appropriate for our kids. Yeah. Because what made it, what still remained in the film were jokes about balls.
1: There's breast groping. There's breast groping. There was some very gratuitous, like, clothed boob shots.
0: Yes, there was a wet t-shirt scene. Yeah.
1: That, um, that was um, memorable. Yeah. Um, there was implied gore. But I mean, there, there is a scene where Christopher Walken is sitting in uh, in his study and he's, he's sitting there with a dictaphone and um so <laughs> that's right what's yeah. the word he's learning uh, amorphous amorphous like, use it in a sentence and yeah like it reminds me of my buddy jerry jerry the legs when uh after when, a beating yeah his face was amorphous yeah her face was amorphous and it's like oh my god yeah. and and it's just little things like that that yeah like just hint at this this film that was film that could have been
0: yeah and it was um, a- PG? Yeah. I mean, so, it's so hard to get a PG nowadays. Like, well, most, There's some Disney films that get 12A.
1: Well, you know how you get a, a PG film, Paul? How? You get a Talking Kangaroo oh. to, to rap The Rapper's Delight. Yes. As it's, as it's called. Love the jacket, Charlie. It's hard to get something that fits my shoulders. Nice. You can talk. And I can sing. I said a hit. Hop, the hippie, the hippie to the hip, hip hop, and you don't stop the rock, do the bang, bang, boogie set up, jump the boogie to the rhythm of the boogie. This is the great. So, so I am Jackie Licks, and I'd like to say, hello. Yeah, it's a very extreme accent, kind of like, for me, watching V Vendetta, how everybody's Cockney accents just seem so disingenuous. Oh, God. It was just, oh, God, blimey, governor, you're going <laughs> to bugger me, bugger me senseless if you think I'm going to be buying that... Buying that tripe. Yeah, but luckily. Bugger, bugger, bugger. So, this, this, this kangaroo, he's like, oh, he's like, oh, come on, Richie. I can, I can do a rep. Like that. And, um, <laughs> no, <it's>, Um, <laughs> perfect. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. And, um, he's, uh, he performs Rapper's Delight. But then, yeah, he has this crazy dream sequence. And, yeah, and, and oh, but it's embarrassing, isn't it's, it? it?
0: I couldn't look at the fucking screen. And when he reappeared yeah. at the end in the sort of just before credit sequence, yeah. I've yeah. only had been a post credit sequence, we might have missed it. <laughs>
1: Oh God, it was unbearable, and it was so pandering as well. It's like, hey kids, here's Mm. here's the this bit. Here's all the jokes we couldn't fit into the serious gangster film. (laughs) Here they all are.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's like you can't make the wacky character. You know, it's like if Mm. Groundhog Day. Imagine if Groundhog Day polled badly, but everybody loved the Groundhog, (laughs) and so they redid it with sequences in which Phil Connors dreams about Mm -hmm. the about the groundhog like rapping
1: and it's voiced by like joe pesci <laughs> <laughs> hey look at me i'm a groundhog that's joe pesci right there <laughs> that's a pretty that's a pretty good job thanks, pesci. thanks. um yeah it's it's incongruous what? and does, it doesn't belong in the film no um it's it's just a, a bizarre example of a studio commandeering a film
0: well, oh, it's not the um, studio, though. The studio just didn't want it. They said, this is mm. a bad movie you've made, Petey. Yeah. Get it away from here. It was Jerry Brockheimer who yeah. did this. That enigma of a man. Mm. When I was a teenager, I always used to identify the unholy tril- uh, trio of um, Hollywood people. It was the father, Roland Emmerich, the slightly senior figure who made dreadful films. Mm-hmm. The son, Michael Bay, who made sort of dreadful films in a very poppy kind of way. So it was like a... Juvenile. Yeah. And then Jerry Brockheimer, The Holy Ghost, who mysteriously moves behind the scenes and makes everything gaudy and shit. He's made some good films. I seem to remember he was, yeah. it was, um, Con Air as a Jerry Brockheimer film, but he did also make Armageddon, which, which I like <sighs> I hate you so much. He made a lot of very gaudy films and the style persists here. It's actually really interesting for me because I often wonder what the ro- exact role of a producer is mm. on the film and I think generally it differs from producer to producer brad pitt produces 12 years a slave who who cares it's a um it's a steve mcqueen film from yeah. and through whereas george lucas produces red tails it's a george lucas mm. film m night Shyamalan produces devil it's an m night Shyamalan film so some are more hands-on than others yeah based on this i i maybe we maybe we owe michael bay an apology maybe none of it was him well um... maybe brockheimer <laughs> The Holy Ghost
1: behind him that's
0: manifesting a, his will through Bay as an instrument.
1: That's a pretty big revelation, Paul. Oh god. Take a breath before we go any further. Okay. I don't want to be making any crazy assumptions. No. Or don't anything worry that's gonna everyone. get us in any trouble.
0: Michael Bay's still a hack. Yeah. Okay, good.
1: But it's 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 this stoner comedy. Yeah. Um without any stoner jokes. Yes, um, because yeah, because they've either been cut out uh, or the jokes themselves just didn't work. Yeah, because there are plenty of jokes in the film that don't work. Oh yeah, yeah, um, there are plenty of well, there are a handful of jokes that did work. Sure, there was a very good, um there was a very good double shoulder clap, um, yes. a sight gag where one of them claps one of them on the shoulder
0: and says, "You didn't tell her that it's five hundred thousand dollars on a kangaroo, did you?" Anthony Daniels after a beat. Anthony Daniels. Anthony Anderson, Anderson after a beat. Slaps him on the shoulder yeah. and says, "No, I didn't. Yeah. I told her that we had two thousand dollars, and yeah. it's it's really. But it's really the same. Fun.
1: It's the same sound. Effect. Like, oh, yeah, it's the same side of the body. So they <laughs> so they slap they slap the same shoulder, <laughs> like opp- opposing each other. Yeah. And it's done in a beat, and there's good comedic timing. Yes, um, a lot of things Christopher fucking Walken says. Um, Not comedic gold, a, a hilarious. Louis thing. Booker, you
0: degenerate moron." were these medieval times and you knight in shining armor, you would, I have no doubt, slay the maiden and save the dragon.
1: There's, That's um, not specific to this film, by the way. You could take that quote of Goodman's death <laughs> and just put it into I feel, a, I feel like this its is own a, thing, and it yeah. would be a universal truth. Any bad film that's going to have Christopher Walken in, we might as well just copy and paste that line into it. And just life. Yeah. <laughs> Most of the things yeah. Christopher Walken says are comedic gold. <laughs> um, what's the thing he says? He's like, Oh, and you, you know, I try to raise you and then you end up going to beauty school. As boys who lose their father early on in life often do. And it's just said in this just mean Christopher Walken way where it's a really good line. It just deconstructs everything about this guy. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, some of it, some of
0: the humor. It's down to whether or not you find Anthony Daniels. Uh, bloody hell, who's Anthony <laughs> Daniels anyway?
1: No idea. Some Paul. of the humor
0: is down to whether or not you find Anthony Anderson funny. And mm-hmm. he's got the same style that he utilizes in Exit Wounds um, and Romeo Must Die and um and Transformers. You call working in my uncle's meat market a job, Charlie? I sweep up cow guts and
1: pig snouts all day, man. I need a job where I'm treated like a man, where I get some respect. Ain't that what Aretha said? R-E-S-P-E-C-T? A sort of fast-talking, mm. kind of, you know... Style that he has.
0: Sometimes it's funny.
1: Works better in a in a not comedy. I think interesting. It, it work it works better in a in a straighter film that takes itself slightly more seriously. When he's comedic relief, not like right. the comedic backbone right, of a yeah. film, like. Because um, in this film he ends up for me feeling like much of a Kevin James' creation, yes, where it's it's talking and talking, yeah, and just drawing attention to every joke. there's one scene where they' oh, when they're in the plane, yeah, and the the pilot who's been shot with his trunk dart is um going through the five stages of of uh yeah, of the drug, yeah, and he's drawing attention to every single one where it'd be better just to leave it, just yeah. to. Have it happen.
0: But this is a kids' film pool, and you can't expect kids to pay attention oh, to it. Oh kids things. are fucking idiots. Kids are fucking idiots. I you know stupid. And it's very astute for a Jerry to have noticed. Yeah. Um the character of Jessie, played by Estella Warren, is interesting because she felt at home in the kids' film. Like she's very sunny, mm-hmm. very optimistic, very mm-hmm. kind of friendly, mm-hmm. and nice, with the exception of the wet t shirt moment. Yeah. She felt entirely in keeping with the tone of a kids film, which to me says, we're writing women in
1: action movies as if they were in kids films, which is deeply sinister. S- saviors, though, they're like the, the saviors to idiot men. Yeah, so kind of, To good, the kind I of, to the kind of dummos who, who just dive into a choppy ocean for a ball. <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh, and let's not forget the her final scene where she rounds the corner of this boat with nipples like wine bowls. Jesus Christ! Um, kids. Yeah. You remember these? You're closer to needing these for milk
0: than you are to lusting after yeah. them. But here they are. We're doing a film for the kids, says Jerry Brook- Brookheimer. <laughs> Look, tasty. Mm. Yum 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 yum. Still dehumanizing. <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh, and they're attached to a woman, I guess. Yeah. Whatever. Um, Once again, Michael Shannon, just an amazing force in this film. Yeah. Um, Laconic, nasty person. Yes. Uh, Um, I think it's
0: really... I think we've talked about it before. If you're in a shit film, doing anything to do with a shit film, the best you can do is the best you can do. Just do it. He got a part in this film and he just thought, fuck it, I'm going to do it. I'm going to bring everything I've got.
1: I had to come all the way down here to the sphincter of
0: the galaxy to straighten out this puked up furball of a mess. Do not agitate
1: me. We had a contract. Do not agitate me.
0: Just you boys, wait. You're gonna see something really special.
1: Oh my god, it's wonderful! <laughs> it's the same as, um, again, Christopher Walken in Nine Lives. Yeah, where yeah. You, you get a ter- a terrible film. You get a an acclaimed yeah. um, an acclaimed actor just going absolute bonkers. He knows what it is for the benefit. Yeah, he know he knows what it is. He's gonna act the fuck out of this film <laughs> and he does and he's wide-eyed and he's rabid and he yeah he is just threatening people that aren't even in the film he's just screaming <laughs> at people walking past um, and yeah and michael shannon i
0: i really get the impression michael shannon wants to kill me personally yeah based on his performance in this film and his oh. steely-eyed determination yeah it was great. So there, so there were good, there were good actors in it. There were good actors um, in this movie, and there were some funny lines. Let's yeah.
1: let's go for some little things now. Let's quick fire. Okay. Not only did Michael Shannon and Christopher Walken look like carbon copies, but the kid they get to play Michael Shannon is yep. just Michael Shannon from twenty years ago. Yes, exactly. To the point where we wondered if that was him. Yeah. we Suddenly thought, how old is
0: this movie? Did they boyhood Could this? Could that be him? Maybe they boyhooded this. <laughs> they shot the first few scenes of Kangaroo Jack back in the eighties very good camera rich richard linklater has got and got shit on kangaroo jack yeah there's a scene where michael shannon grabs anthony anderson's uh ear and threatens him and anthony anderson just replies i, I can't hear you yeah which made me laugh
1: yeah um charlie um jerry o'connell does a does an excellent crap australian accent it's 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 kind of oh, like yeah. it's kind of a- like there's a skill in uh, an actor who can sing playing somebody who can't sing
0: right um, yeah like when les dawson used to play the piano like he had to play the piano really well to be able to play it that
1: badly yes yeah um he he, he trots up to the customs official and he and he sort of goes good day mate like that <laughs> and it and it's obviously like the mark of a talented yeah. actor it's like oh that's a thing that's the guy doing doing yeah. what he's paid to do that was quite nice i like that
0: i would say nope. most of the action is pretty good
1: Hmm. like the, the
0: Jerry Brockheimer action sequences are completely out of place in this family film but yeah. the scene where they, they run away from the cops at the beginning yeah and the sequence in which they um, chase down the kangaroo at the beginning mm. and also from a plane pretty good a lot yeah. of it's practical I mean the terrible CGI animal is only really there for the pegged in rapping sequence
1: mm.
0: the CGI during the running away sequence isn't bad
1: no pretty good it's not, yeah. It's not. It's not too bad actually. When he, yeah, he's hopping. He's hopping away. <laughs> um, it's only. It's only close-ups of the face. It's when they yeah, try yeah. to make Jackie legs a character.
0: Yes, that's when it was fucking insufferable.
1: Yeah. The real issue with this film is test audiences. Yes. Um. I. I think I have a long history of not trusting what groups of people decide. <laughs> um. Is good. That's why you're a libertarian. Yeah. <laughs> um. It just just seems like every. Every bad decision in a movie that wasn't, <laughs> you know, that wasn't made by a interfering producer or studio is test audiences. Yeah. Daily Mail Fuck Melpool. people. Fuck people. People are awful. Worst, and they made Canberra And they Jack. shouldn't be making decisions on films. <laughs> the best, like, the, the best directors, like the auteurs, don't fuck around with test audiences
0: well it's interesting you should say that because I happen to know that um, Stanley Kubrick when he made his film (laughs) um, eyes wide shut (laughs) um, a tense psychological drama uh, the test audiences did not like the ending and so they directed a new ending in which a talking kangaroo um, and and Kubrick actually said thank God for the test audiences who really improved this ending (laughs) a talking kangaroo appears and kicks the head Illuminati member (laughs) um, directly in the chest and he falls into Michael Shannon. And um, the kangaroo then winks at the camera and does a version of Gangster's Paradise by yeah. Coolio. Yeah. Um, and it was beautiful. It was the best thing Kubrick ever shot.
1: Yeah, there's nothing quite like um, a sassy uh, a sassy Australian kangaroo uh, performing a nice bit of cultural appropriation. Yes. Um, For the kids. For the kids. Yeah. For the kids who love that kind of thing. Who love Eyes Wide Shut.
0: <laughs> who love Austin Powers. That never really occurred to me. Kids love Austin Powers, do they? And so they would have appreciated sure. the Dr. Evil impression.
1: Yeah, why would he do a Dr. Evil impression? Why not do an Austin Powers impression if he's going to do one that yeah, the kids would know? Or like Shrek. Did I make you horny? Yeah. Yeah.
0: What? That's, that's... Oh, fuck this
1: movie. Anyway. Yeah. It had its moments. <laughs> yeah, it 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 had it had its moments. It definitely had its moments. It had its performances. Yeah. Um. It was just just ground into sort of a homogenous like mulch by by test audiences by just general lack of Creative. spark. Yeah. yeah.
0: It seems like someone had a really cool story that a friend told another friend in a bar, and they were like, "Let's make a movie out of this," yeah. and then nobody wanted that movie, and so yeah. they said. Okay, let's turn it into something it's let's not. Let's cannibalize it. Let's cannibalize it, shove a bunch of stuff in there that nobody wanted, and release it. And it's mm. fascinating for that. I will give it that. Yeah. Um, and it's worth watching for how messy it is. Yeah. For the decent action sequences, I'd say. And just those little moments of incongruity where mm. stoner action comedy meets family film.
1: Mm. Wasn't as insultingly bad as Pineapple Express. Okay.
0: So. Well, I'll take that. Alright.
1: Well, thank you very much for listening right. to One Good Thing. Thanks to Varmints! Exclamation mark. For <laughs> their, um, for the recommendation. That was excellent. Yes. Uh, it's a really cool podcast. Um, they take an animal every week. Um, <laughs> it's, uh, by a couple of, uh, animal <laughs> non-experts. Uh they do they do some research, they talk about the animals uh, as best they can. It's good fun. Um do check it out. That's Farmints. Farmints! As ever, um if you want to get in touch, you can find us on Twitter, on Facebook at OGT Pod. No exclamation mark. Unless you want one. No, Ooh. no, that would take you to the wrong place. Yeah, that's There's a another different... bunch
0: of guys who are like OGT pod exclamation yeah. mark and they just they do the same episodes as us, but they do okay. like shitty impressions. There's a couple of Australian guys. Yeah. And they just do shitty and prep- just,
1: hello. They just do uh, terribly. God, God blimey,
0: <laughs> this film's a bit of all right, isn't it? Yeah,
1: they do terribly <laughs> offensive uh, English accents, and uh, they yeah. should be ashamed of themselves. They should be. Um, so they are OGT Pod, and we're um OGT OGT well, Pod. Aye. Um, we also have an email address OGT Pod at gmail dot com. Mm. Um. As you may have gathered, March is Recommendations Month, um, but we will be going through another Recommendations Month at some point soon-ish. Yes. It won't be another year until Recommendations Month. It's, <laughs> it's not just... every March, guys. You <laughs> lunatics. So um, so if you have any recommendations, get in touch. Just sling them our way. Yes. Like a bird that you found without wings and you wish could fly one final time. <laughs> oh my God. Um, oh... finally once again everybody who's been uh, who's been I know everybody who's been who's been tweeting
0: I'm just sad about this bird
1: (laughs) if you want to if you want to help us out if you leave a review or a rating Mm -hmm. on iTunes or if you tell a friend uh, tell your mum (laughs) even tell your dad (laughs) oh that guy yeah he (laughs) likes to laugh as much as the next man (laughs) Christopher Walken yeah don't tell Christopher Walken. Please don't, don't tell Christopher nobody Walken. Nobody
0: tell Christopher Walken about this. He'll never our, stop
1: looking for us. Our continued recording
0: of OGT Pod <laughs> and our continued living. Hinges. Hinges on nobody
1: telling <laughs> Christopher <laughs> Walken who we are and what we're doing. Um You can tell Michael Shannon because he already knows. Oh, that's hilarious. He's uh, he's just right outside the window there, Paul. Look.
0: Hi. Oh, hey.
1: hey. Hey, Michael. He never waves back. No. no, he just... See, We're staring. We're staring.
0: Yeah. Oh, he, he doesn't blink anymore.
1: No, he'd stop doing that around episode 5. Okay. I'm just going to close the
0: blinds. I-, I can still see him. Fuck. Oh, Jesus. Um, we better finish up, guys. Yeah, we better finish up. Michael wants something. Yeah. Alright, well, thank you very much for um, listening to One Good Thing. I'm Paul Salt. I'm Paul Goodman. And remember, the one great thing about Kangaroo Jack, formerly Down and Under, is the collision of the unstoppable... Michael Shannon and the immovable Christopher Walken